Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Unbiased Truth. I'm Cameron A. Sharp. And I'm Alan Tittle. Here to break down some sports news for you all and give you a full scope of what's going down in the sports world. Right, we're just going to tackle it all in one go today, guys. We're go- we're recording this on Thursday night, so right now we have a football game going on, Cam. Sure do. We have the... Uh, snooze Bowl? Snooze Bowl of the week. I know the Monday Night Game sucks too, but... It's the, it's the Raiders versus the 49ers. Raiders versus the 49ers. I'm trying to give you an updated score. It doesn't matter. I think the 49ers zero, are winning. Zero. No, it's 7-3. Oh. I just saw it. Uh, yes, the 49ers are leading 7-2-3 with the Raiders having the ball, and there are five minutes left in the first quarter. We miss you, Jimmy G. God, the 49ers, though, man. like They they looked like they were ready to actually do something this year, and I mean, the injury bug just takes away Jimmy G for the rest of the season. Yeah, I think it's about understanding that everybody that's a backup to Tom Brady always seems to get hurt. Matt Castle, where are you? Dude, Matt Castle. I saw G. I was reading a list the other day and they were talking about the worst quarterbacks in like franchises histories uh-huh. and Matt Castle was number 1 Whoa, for the Chiefs. For the and Chiefs? I was like that's some Damn. heat. That, that is tough to see. Hey, I bet my boy Trent Green was number 1 cuz he was a dog when he played for the Dude, Chiefs. Dude, Trent Green was the man. Yeah, he was. He was excellent, man. Number I loved I dope. loved using the Chiefs and like Trent Green and Priest Holmes. Mm-hmm. God, that those teams are mad. Oh, yeah, man. So clutch. You're right about that. Uh, but, yeah, do you want to hit NBA or do you want to do football first? Let's do some NBA because uh, the, the NFL is not much to cover on now other than, like, basic stuff. No, I got you. Basic stuff. Wait, wait, wait. Before anything else, since we're talking about number one thing in, in the NBA, Derrick Rose. Bro. So let's not go any further, game. man. I mean, yes. it's so real, and I love seeing it, man, because, like, Talk about a guy who has, like, clawed and scraped and done whatever he can to be the player he is today. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love Derrick Rose, man. I I think that if he wouldn't have had those knee injuries, we'd be talking about Derrick Rose like we talk about Steph. Yeah. Like we talk about Clay. Whoa. I'm serious, Whoa. dude. You don't you don't think so? I believe so, but I think it goes down to we be talking about about the same as we talk about Russell Westbrook. Oh uh, yeah, With just leading a Bulls team to get beat by LeBron. I mean, I think that dude. That's tough to say because we never see Jimmy Sparkle if D. No, Rose doesn't get hurt. That's not true though. That's not true because we can get into this. we can get into some like timetable stuff. But like if Derrick Rose is not hurt. Bulls do different stuff with their money. They could have put together a way better team. Possibly, but also Derrick Rose's mentality was different too. He also true. Very, he was playing very by himself. Way yeah. too aggressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, he even said recently in an interview that he the play that he got hurt on was him being over aggressive yep. at the end of the game. Yeah, like I said, you're not, like you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. So it, it, you got to look at people's mentality. He was very aggressive though to get that 50 points. And he was shooting threes. I mean, it was all over the court. Everybody was like, oh, yes, we're going to see Derrick Rose and what they can do without Jimmy can Butler. I just, can I just move on real quick yeah. and uh, – Tell you my biggest surprise out of the stat leaders this week. Who's that? In week three of the NBA, the man leading in blocks is JaVel McGee. That's never that's surprising me. That's never been a surprise to me. I 
He's cold, bro. He's, he he's got a ball. He's all got a balls. All he has to do is stand up and like put his hands in the sky. Yeah, like. you may be right, but I mean, AD's right there at three point two. But three point three, I mean, I think you just had a good couple of games. But all of Javale's blocks have always been on either the chase down or somebody. He's getting somebody else's man. You know, somebody's right. getting dri- driven in on, and Javale just happens to be there to throw that ball. Right. And so it's not you, as if he's playing incredible defense. I mean, look at the steals leader. He's nowhere near on that one. Oh yeah, no doubt. I mean, the, the steals. That's Jimmy all day. I mean, PJ right there with 2.3 but I was speaking on Derrick Rose and what they did without Jimmy because that was really that was I think that was for the Timberwolves that was a really exciting moment they realized man we might not need Jimmy as much as we thought we did don't just get all carried away now right but I think that was a really revitalizing thing for the team so but still yeah like you said he's leading still Jimmy's the guy yeah man and I mean just overall I mean just the biggest stuff going on in the NBA right now the Milwaukee Bucks are still undefeated. They they smashed on the Raptors the other day, man. Sans Kawhi though. Kawhi's still probably the best player in the East Conference right now. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. But I mean just the just the idea that <laughs> they're still 7 and 0. The Milwaukee Bucks are yeah. 7 and 0. I mean that's just nuts. Giannis is is literally making sure that he takes care of things. I think they're playing the Boston Celtics tonight as a matter of fact. And we'll see what happens. I think they're in Boston, if I'm not mistaken. Mm, so to yep. see them in Boston, probably putting in work right now on the Celtics, that's going to be cool. That's gonna Tied be cool. up right now, 34 to 33. I mean, like, they're killing it. They're tested in these already in their conferences. They've tested everybody, yep. and they've shown to be true. Giannis is playing on another level. That's what's caused them to look so It really is, though. Right? I was looking at their lineup uh, earlier today, and, I mean, the other dudes on that team are – Pedestrian. I mean, you got Chris Middleton. Uh, this new guy, DiVincenzo, is doing okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but outside Where's of. Thonmaker? Uh, he, he'll Thonmaker. never pan out, dude. Wait for Thonmaker. He'll never pan out. You got to believe He's man. too old now, man. Like, uh, uh, I, I don't think he's ever going to pan out. Uh, with the right coaching, they made Giannis pan out. They wow. taught Giannis how to shoot. Yeah. So I think Thon will get in there and get it done. They're just focusing on one Giannis, player right now. Giannis right player. now. Giannis right now is looking like a generational. You can player. tell their whole organization is focused just on Giannis. They're not worried about the other people. And they, and they shouldn't be worried about anybody. Yeah, else. they can't focus on anybody. That's your guy. That's your meal ticket. <laughs> but I mean, tonight, you know, like we're recording on Thursday today, guys, uh, November first. And so tonight, the last game tonight, we have New Orleans going against the Portland Trailblazers. And the Blazers just beat up on the Houston Rockets the other night. Did you and watch it? Again? To, I did, man. It was it was on my birthday, and it was toast. Another it really loss. Hurt. Yeah. Another, another loss at home of all yeah, of them. man. It was tough. Do you think it's because the Rockets lost their defensive coach this past offseason? I think it's why a, we're so bad. I think it's a. I think it's a lot of different things, man. I think it's. I think it's the Rockets losing their defensive coach. It's also the fact that we let the backbone of our team go you know letting joe johnson <laughs> no <laughs> oh, uh, letting letting trevor go okay and letting Defensive him and letting Butte go that was painful and even ryan anderson to an extent i mean i realized that ryan anderson had to go because of his contract it was too much and like he wasn't producing on the offensive side of the ball but you look at just the overall construction of that team that we had last year, and it was a thousand times better. Yeah. You have a couple of guys now with Michael Carter Williams and uh, James Ennis, who hasn't really played a lot, but hopefully we see more from him soon. Hopefully he gets back on the court and he's healthy, and we can actually get some get something out of him. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like Michael Carter Williams is mainly playing out of position right now. Um, and then you look at Capella, man. We paid Capella all this money, and he's not producing at all. 
And his de- his defense is just not there. And I realize that, you know, why don't we just get the Dream to come back and be the defensive coach? Whoa, whoa, calm down. Please? Calm down. The Dream can't do it all. All right. He even can. If he wants That's to come why back. he's a dream. But if the dream comes back and we don't have everything we need, then it turns into a nightmare. But real talk, I don't want to exhaust all our resources and find out we're really trash. I don't want that to happen. I just want it to be a, a couple of issues, not the whole issue. Real talk, though, the Rockets will get blown up by the Brooklyn Nets tomorrow. No, 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 no. Watch don't it happen. Do don't do this. They'll beat them by ten. They're in Barclays, right? Oh yeah. No, they'll be fine. They'll get a win. Because they're not at home. Yeah, maybe. Because they're not at home. And also, I believe James will be back in the mix. And let's hope for the best on Chris Paul and his mentality. Because sitting those couple games kind of it, – it frazzled him a little bit. You might not say it, but you can tell on the court. He's oh, no doubt. No doubt. Like, the, the chemistry on the team is completely shot. And that's another thing that I, I wanted to get to about the Rockets, at least, is that when you put Carlo Mello, Carmelo Anthony onto this team – they were expecting way too much out of him because in any if it would be three years ago and you put Carmelo Anthony onto the Rockets, we might have actually seen some kind of production out of him. And I realize it's a small sample size right now, but he, Carmelo is not the same player he was even a year ago. Right now, I'm not seeing it. Him wasting that year at OKC really hurt him. I feel like he should have came last year when he had the opportunity. He took to. his foot off the pedal last year. It wasn't that he took the foot off the pedal. He's suffering from the Russell Westbrook effect. It's like poison. Yeah. Once it gets into your gameplay, it, it's hard to He doesn't shake feel it. like he has to do as much. It's hard to shake yeah. it, man. Victor Allen Depot, shout out to you, man. You really shook it and became the most improved Dude. player. Um, KD, Victor is the man. KD shook it by going to an incredible team, but he was there for like nine years. I, I know it was probably deep inside of him, like Venom. Uh, yeah, but I mean, you walk over to the Warriors though, and it's just so easy. Like it's got to be just like basketball heaven. Twenty six minutes and thirty three seconds easy. Yeah, because that's what Clay Thompson that, did. That's called just that's called day. a night off for Kevin Durant. <laughs> Kevin Durant, anybody else on the Warriors? That's a night off. Yeah, the the Warriors right now, of course, they are an incredible team, and I hope you all aren't afraid of greatness or sick of greatness because what we're seeing right now in this time in our life is something that is going to be talked about forever. In the NBA, it's true for the rest. Of I the hate to league, say it; it hurts me to say it. It's going to be the blueprint for every other team from here on going out. forward. Yeah, every other team is going to look exactly like the Warriors. So don't be sad and get tired of greatness because we're going to see these almost Harlem Globetrotter style teams put together yep. in order to prove to you that five All Stars can play together and be effective. Effective. That as was hell. the old, that was always the big deal because I remember when they first did it in Miami with LeBron, Bosh, and Wade. It didn't work right away. No, it didn't that's work. Why they it, lost. It, it didn't work right away, and I think that's because that they, well, one, it wasn't a starting at least like four parts of a starting five good. Mm-hmm. But I mean, LeBron and Bosh, and that's the, and that's part of the reason this really didn't work is because LeBron and Bosh play the same position. Mm-hmm. That's fair to say. And hell, even at the time, even, yes. even even Wade and and LeBron play the play the same position. But yeah. Wade was more of an offensive presence. Mm-hmm. And LeBron is the defensive presence and the immaculate offensive presence that the Miami needed. He was the point forward that they needed. Yep. He wasn't necessarily the leader or the, the small forward that they were looking it, for. That that's the position that he needed to play. Yeah, he definitely And and now looking at what The Warriors have done. The Warriors have done mm-hmm. and seeing and seeing what they're able to accomplish with now when DeMarcus Cousins gets on the floor, five all-pro.
pro players on the floor at any given time. Yeah. Because, I mean, even when you throw and, – and just in being able to pepper in the Sean Livingstons and the Iguodalas of the world on top of that is just disgusting. Mm-hmm. It's gross. Mm-hmm. The fact that they have made this team – they have taken this – the Warriors were terrible. Mm-hmm. They were one of the jokes of the league. They were. They were. Yeah. And it just seems within a 10-year span, they have gone from being – literally, zeros to heroes. Thank you, Mark Jackson. Man – if Steve Kerr doesn't just just worship the ground that Mark Jackson walks on, I'm serious. Like the, the the hate that that dude gets just blows me away. Yeah. It's like uh, God, what is that? That was the the coach for the Chargers back in the day when Tomlinson was there. Eric Correa? No, no. Uh, God, what Pete, is his name? Pete Carroll? No, no, no. no. Uh, Rivers? Is something? Reeves? No, man. Marty Schottenheimer. Marty Schottenheimer. Yeah, yeah dude, Marty Schottenheimer. Like. Just he took them oh, to the playoffs God. every friggin' year, yeah. and then I think they went like I think they had like twelve or thirteen wins, and they fired him. Yeah, they like, went to the championship game. They're like, "You're out of here." Sorry, Hugh Jackson. Uh oh, man, Hugh Jackson deserved to go. Uh, we'll talk about that in the NFL. Yeah, no, yeah, no. But like, <laughs> but <laughs> guys, any any hot any hot NBA takes that you want us to hop on, let us know. Hit us in the comments. Find us on uh, Apple Podcasts. Anywhere where you can get in a podcast. Find us. Hit subscribe. Send us a shout out through email. Email is unbiasedtruth3 at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Hit us up anytime, guys. Hey, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we will be right back. I know that you want to buy this ad space right here. <laughs> ad space. This is this is the ad space. This is the time of our podcast that is ad space. If you really want to get your stuff promoted, you want to be able to hear your products on our show, this is your chance now to hit us up in our inboxes. Wherever you hear our music, you can also message us and figure out how to get this ad space covered for you. Right, guys, hit us up at unbiasedtruth3 at gmail.com. And now, now let's, get, let's back get back to the show. To the show. Welcome back. Hot take, hot take. Matter of fact, fire take. Oh my God. Fire take right here. Okay. Right. Now, y'all gotta, y'all gotta follow me here because this is maybe the first segment of Unbiased conspiracy. Dun, dun, dun. He's not wrong, everybody. This is. I, I feel like we're gonna lose listeners after this. I really do. I think we're gonna. I think you're gonna. They're gonna hear this and they're gonna go. Hot take. Wow. Hot this take. guy does not know. Duck. Let me start about, by saying that the triple Bs are not paying me to say this. Oh my god. I, I feel like Lavar Ball just left. I don't know Lavar Ball personally. I don't know. Do you know him biblically? Lonzo Ball, futurely, future wise. <laughs> I don't know the future. I don't know the future of Lonzo Ball. Get out of here. But I do know what I'm seeing right now. And ladies and gentlemen, if you are a Lakers fan, stand on your feet right now. Get yourself some popcorn and understand something right here. Lonzo Ball is the second coming of Kobe Bean Bryant. Get out of here. That's right, folks. Now, before you change the station, <laughs> understand exactly what we're going through right now. Kobe Bean Bryant was drafted by the Lakers, all right? Well, actually drafted by the Charlotte Hornets and traded to the Lakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as a first-round pick, there's a lot of turmoil and a lot of things that people don't think you can overcome. They said Kobe couldn't shoot. 
All right. Kobe in the playoffs missed some game winning shots, was hurt, devastated, distraught. Then he had a big name star get sent to his organization, the Los Angeles Lakers. Lonzo Ball was drafted by the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm just going to let you run on number this. two. Don't expect me to interrupt. Okay. Lonzo was drafted. He gets on the team. People say Lonzo can't shoot. Lonzo's not a team player. Lonzo will not be able to hash it out in the NBA. And you know what Lonzo Ball had to say to that? Y'all kind of right. I'll say y'all, y'all are kind of right. Y'all might have some point to that. So he sat on the bench. Kobe Bean Bryant had to sit on the bench for, for, for a little time when he first came into the league. Being 18 years old, coming into the league, it's difficult. Being the youngest player, actually, to come to the league as well because also Alonzo Ball, if I'm not mistaken, was one of the younger guys out of the draft at 19 years old. I give you that the similarities are there. That, that's just the beginning, though. Oh, God. He's not even halfway through. That's go just on. the beginning. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. That's I'm sorry. Just I'm, the I'm, I'm, I'm back up. Go I ahead. haven't even broken down the fact that the superstar that came to join Kobe being Bryant was one of the greatest, most dominant centers of all time, Shaquille O'Neal. He came from the Eastern Conference from Orlando where they'd make all the magic to play with the Showtime Lakers. Another big time player that came to join Lonzo Ball in the offseason was one pound for pound the GOAT the other 23 LeBron James from the Eastern Conference to the Cleveland Cavaliers from the Cleveland Cavaliers to the Los Angeles Lakers to play with one Lonzo Ball I don't care what you say what you believe but LeBron James looked at the Los Angeles Lakers rosters and said I can win with those guys. Similar to the way Shaquille O'Neal looked at the Los Angeles Lakers rosters and said, I can win with those guys. It took some time for Kobe Bean Bryant to jail with Shaquille O'Neal. As it will take some time for Lonzo Ball to jail with LeBron James. If they happen to go to the finals this year, next year, within the four years that LeBron signed. Who's going to be MVP? LeBron James. When Kobe Bean Bryant went to three straight finals with Shaquille O'Neal, who was MVP? Shaquille O'Neal. With that being said, after Shaq decided to leave, because they couldn't see eye to eye on certain things, I think it'll be different because LeBron will leave due to old age, but Shaq's gonna, Shaq left because they couldn't see eye to eye. It'll be evident by the time LeBron James leaves, that Lonzo Ball has ascended to a level that we have never seen before. That Shaq and Kobe just couldn't get together. I believe the Lakers have reincarnated the Shaq and Kobe duo, but have done it 23 times better. Now, that's a great take. Thank you. That's a great take. Took me all night. I'm gonna wreck it right now. Oh, here we go. Because I can't even live. No. I'm gonna make it backtrack a little bit. Okay. Because you have said multiple times. Oh gosh. Multiple times that 
LeBron James will never win another ring. I have said that. You have said that. But after my analysis <laughs> of Lonzo Ball, and for the sake of me being right, <laughs> I believe it's all coming back. That barring see also Shaq and Kobe didn't have a Warriors team to deal with either. No, yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But I just think it's crazy that I I just Lonzo did not have a slice of heat that Kobe had coming out of high school, coming out of college. Very true. Like everybody knew that Kobe was going to be the next big. Everybody thing knew in coming out of Chino Hills. The Ball Brothers were going to be something major. True. Maybe not Jello. True. Jello might not have been the thing, but oh, Melo and Lonzo, mm-hmm. they were going to be stars. Yeah. So it's not like these boys weren't unheard of. And, and I you're, beg, you're to, right. But I might just say that Lonzo was poss- possibly the most sought after high school prospect. And yeah. had he been able to go straight to the NBA out of high school, he would have done it. No, and it would have sure, been. It would have been because miraculous. of who his dad is, most definitely. Well, the JBA. Yeah, we don't want to talk about the JBA. We don't have enough time to but talk about But that Lonzo that. money is what got him to that factor. The point I'm making is, number two for the Los Angeles Lakers right now is in a brilliant position, and I do believe LeBron James won't win another championship. But the Lakers have got it right with this Shaq and Kobe duo with LeBron James. I think it would be really interesting Ball. to see Lonzo Ball ascend to a Kobe-esque level. I don't think he's ever going to be as good as Kobe. I'll go out on that limb right now. He can. He's, right now, he's shooting well. He's developed his shot. I think it's all about getting over the pressure. I think he's going to be, if he ever gets to be even in the conversation as one of the better Lakers of all time, I think he'll be known as a completely different player than Kobe Bryant. Absolutely, because his, his manner is totally different. Oh, yeah. The way he distributes. I think he'll be, he'll be as great, if not better at being a teammate than Kobe. Right. Not a better player, just as a teammate overall, because Lonzo's always looking to get his team involved. That's one thing we've known for sure. So when it boils down to what my take is, I'd like to hear from you all, because that's what we're here for. Hit us up in the comments. Hit us up in the comments. Let us know. Anywhere. Anywhere you hear Unbiased Truth, you can message and let us know what's going down. All right. At Unbiased Truths. On Instagram, if you want to check out later topics, always go to the link in bio. Link in bio, gangs, link up. We're here for you. But that's enough NBA talk for right now. It's true. That's enough NBA talk. Let's move What's on. going on in the football world? We just had some major trades the, pop The trade off. deadline. Who won the, the trade deadline standoff? I really think that the two biggest winners, for me personally, coming out of the trade deadline. Houston uh, Texans. Why? The Houston Texans. Oh, our number two oh, for me. Because I think uh, the fact that they were able to snag Demarius Thomas for a fourth-round pick, and they just swapped seventh-rounders with the Broncos. And we played the Broncos this weekend, which is kind of funny. But Demarius Thomas is a great pickup. Yeah, that dude's that dude's a damn good wide receiver. He's had a little bit of a weirdness, but like when Peyton was there. Psh, when Tebow he, was there? Oh, my gosh. The greatest <laughs> college football player of all time was there to throw him a pass that sealed the deal on my Steelers. And you know that hurts to say, but Demarius Thomas it's did true. it. true. He did it. But my number one winner from this NFL trade deadline, St. Louis Rams. Hmm. With the acquisition of Fowler Jr.? Dante Fowler. Yeah is a baller and adding him to that D line with Donald. 
Dude. Sue is there too. Sue is the the, the line is stacked. They're loaded at every single position. Mm -hmm. And it's stupid to lock down. The Sutang clan ain't nothing to fuck with. I think that the, like, some losers maybe. I I wouldn't call it a losing move, but Ty Montgomery going to the Ravens. I think that that's kind of a nothing move. I would like to see Ty Montgomery do well, but I think he's just adding another head to that Cerberus that they have running back there uh, in the backfield for them. Well, he's a half-year rental for them because I think he's done at the end of the season as far as his contract's concerned, so he can be a free agent and and walk. So he's a half-year rental. It was really to move him out of that locker room after that devastating – fumble that cost them the game he lost the locker room for sure multiple reports coming out of green bay say that he just lost that locker room and he was gone like he knew one of my favorite winners from this i think um even though people are giving them flack about it i think the cowboys kind of won a little bit with that Amari Cooper. Really? I, I believe so. I think the Cowboys, and I'll never give the Cowboys any type. You can check my Don't get me wrong. Receipts. Like, I hope that, I hope for Amari Cooper's sake that he becomes a really good wide receiver. That's what I'm betting on. Uh, I'm not betting on the Cowboys organization to make him great. Yeah. I'm betting on Amari Cooper shining wherever he was going to go. Yeah, man. Because Amari Cooper, like, more power to you, man. I hope you do well. But, like, yeah, no, fuck the Cowboys. Yeah, the Cowboys are just not on my radar as a great team. But Amari Cooper is such a big-time player. Guess he's had issues with having the quarterback get him the ball, but with that young offensive line and Dak Prescott, he can throw the football. I can give him that much. He can throw the football. He can sling it. So Amari Cooper running running those routes properly like he usually does, I think they're good. Also, on the defensive side, if I'm going to pick a winner, I'm going to go with the Redskins in that trade with High Clint Dix. I completely agree. I think that... I think with adding him with Norman mm-hmm. and just everyone else they have on that defense and adding that to what Alex Smith is doing on the offensive side of the mm-hmm. ball. And I know you don't want me to say this and Adrian Peterson. Well, here you go with this. And they're, they're a good team, man. And I, they're definitely a lock to win the NFC North or not the NFC North, the NFC East. Yeah, that's true. And Giants are trash. They Cowboys answered, won't be there. They answered the Eagles trade with that golden yep. say They're like, well, we're going to find somebody that can cover golden. And the Eagles, <laughs> the Eagles look like they won a Super Bowl last year. They're not very good this year. I think right now the Eagles are struggling to find out whether Carson Wentz can get in the rhythm. And also the loss of Jay Ajayi is huge. Ajayi was everything for them. They were betting their their whole entire run game on him. You yep. can tell with the backup. Smallwood's nowhere near the Clement's caliber. not good either. They should have went for Hyde when they got the opportunity to. But adding a little more firepower to their wide receiver core... I can't hate on them for that. Golden Tate, granted, he's a little younger. I bet they would have loved to have Amari Cooper. But from what I'm hearing is the Cowboys undercut the Eagles because the Eagles weren't going to go down to a second-round pick. And the Cowboys were like, nope, well, fuck that. We're going down to the number one pick. Let us have him. And that's basically how the Cowboys wound up with that Amari Cooper. Sucks. So it does suck, but they were playing hardball, man. Yeah. <laughs> they were playing hardball. But, guys, let's let's go ahead and jump in. Like we've said already, we're recording this on Thursday. This game going on right now. Uh, do you really feel like we need to pick the Raiders and the 49ers game? I mean, I think it's kind of cheating now. I think the 49ers are going to win, man. Yeah, me too. They're up 14 right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know we did on Global Sports Network. We have a new show called Lock It In. And we go through our picks and, and let you all know exactly who we think is going to be coming into the game. And when I'm looking at the schedule this upcoming week, it's going to be a lot of great matchups. And we got some division games here, too. Um, but if I'm looking off top, Falcons versus Redskins, man. Going Redskins on this one. Ditto. I mean, like I just said, the Redskins are 
really good right now, mm-hmm. and the Falcons are also really good like right now. So I think it's going to be a good game, but I think the Redskins pull it out. I'm going to say Redskins 24, Falcons 17. That's fair to say. Okay, uh, I'm going to go with uh, Redskins 21, and then maybe the Falcons, they go for about maybe uh, – I don't even want to give them that. I'll give them seven or wow. ten. I'll give them okay. ten. I'll give them ten. All right. Ten to twenty. Yeah, they have zero running game right now, so I don't yeah, blame it's, that. it's not a good look at all. But then moving on, Lions Vikings. Uh, I know the Lions have you know just lost Golden Tate. I think they're kind of. I think the Lions are pivoting now. Yeah, and to move on to uh, greener pastures with new players next season. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think they're. I'm not going to say they're going to tank for no, it. I'm not saying they're tanking either. But they're definitely not with with losing Golden Tate. Not, these this trade really affected a lot of my picks because yeah. the Lions right now without Golden Tate. They're going to be really looking for somebody to at least get them a first down. Galladay, guys, if you don't if, – if I know he's probably not available in most leagues, but yeah, if you, have, if you have a smaller league, man, go pick up Kenny Galladay. That guy's about to tear it up. Yeah, I was going to say, you need you need to pick him up. That's going to be their main guy. So I see the Vikings all over this, man. Let's say 35 to 14. Nah, I, yeah, I'll go with 35, but I'll say Lions at least get 20. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's cool. I, I, I'll, I'll fall into that. Uh, next one, big divisional game for you, Steelers-Ravens. What you got? My Steelers are still hurting without Le'Veon Bell, but James Conner just had an incredible game last week. The guy put up two touchdowns, over 212 yards rushing. My Steelers are running hot right now, man. Yeah. And it's a divisional game. We're at the top of the division. We're going to be kinging it out. We're it's going to be play. a smash-mouth game, and I'm definitely going to have to go with the Steelers as mm-hmm. well. I mean, like that, James Conner just running way too hot. Yeah. I say we put up 50 for Shazier. Shaylee, baby. Mm. No, I'm just kidding. Being realistic, I say 33-14. I would say 28-14. to 14. Mm-hmm. I think it, right now what we're looking at for the Steelers-Ravens has always been a, a defensive struggle on both sides of the ball. So I say 33 because Antonio Brown's actually Yeah, and I just think season. the Steelers are going to be able to put up more points, uh, period. I mean, I think the Ravens, they, they, they cap out at a certain point, you yeah, know, unless Joe, they really start clipping, but that's not going to happen. Yeah, Joe Flacco's going to let you know. And then speaking time. of not getting started, the Chiefs and the Browns, I mean, we don't even need to take any more time talking about this game. The Chiefs are going to be all over them. Barring injury. Pat Mahomes probably going to put up at least, let's just count touchdowns Pat Mahomes going to throw on them. Maybe four? Five, he could get five? Six. He'll break a record. On yeah, him. I think I think the way that the Browns are playing right now, especially with the the dropping of Hugh Jackson and, and Todd Haley. Well, I mean, even just on the defensive side of the ball, dude. I mean, you know, Denzel Ward's having a great year. Yeah, he is. But I just, Garrett's having a good year too. Yeah, no, everybody on the defense is having a good year, but I mean, they can only do so much, and they're going to be on the field a lot. Yeah, very true. Uh, so yeah, no Chiefs all the way. I'm think Chiefs forty five, Browns ten. Call it like that, then. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Jets, Dolphins. I mean, Dolphins all the way. That's how I'm sitting. Uh, right now, Brock Osweiler is kind of struggling to find out exactly how he wants to throw the ball. The Jets don't have any answer. Darnold's for not. Darnold's not ready. The no, offense is so just pieced together very oddly. And then you know, with Bilal Powell having that head injury and yeah, his whole Bilal season Powell, being yeah. uh, in jeopardy. Um, yeah, they don't really have an identity right now. Yeah, so Dolphins all the way. I, I, but it's going to be a low-scoring game. I feel like, what, 17-3? I would say 24-7. to seven. Mm-hmm. That's that's fair. You Jets get one. Robbie Anderson in the in the back of the end zone. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, cool, cool, cool. What about the, the Bears versus the Bills? The Bills just came off a of stomping against the 
The Patriots. Uh, I really hope the Bears win because I'm starting Mitchell Trubisky this week. Young Trubisky is looking like somebody that they wish Jay Cutler could have been. Oh, man. uh, So true. Everyone thought Jay Cutler was going to be the man. I'm going to give him a shot against the Bills. I think the Bears got this one. Yeah, no. I'll take that. Bears all the way. I say Bears. Bears 31. Bills 14. Yeah, I was going to say the Bears put up a 40-burger on them. Yeah. And then the Bills pull like 21. Okay. Just because they're giving up they're giving up points to score on them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, funny to see Shady not move, man. Well, it makes sense because of the concussion that he well, had. Well, yeah, but I mean, like that last last weekend, he put up a bunch of numbers, though. Yeah, that was, but that's still. He was auditioning. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That was his last audition. Yeah. Had he not had the concussion, he would have definitely moved. I think, yeah, same here. Doesn't let you bite on him. Uh, Buccaneers-Panthers with Fitzmagic. Back in that starting position. Sorry, Jameis. I really believed in you. If y'all have listened to any of our podcasts. Yeah, no, Cam is watch, really on that Winston bandwagon. Yeah, if, he you, is. if you watch Global Sports Network, uh, check us out on YouTube now. We're on YouTube. YouTube? What, what? Uh, we're also on Vimeo and Roku. Uh, just, if you've seen my adamant, adamant love for James Winston. It's true. There's a lot of love there. I, I, I appreciate him because he's strong. He's strong. But then I started my boy, and Fitz Magic is not going to be enough. To get these Panthers out of yeah, here, yeah, I think Panthers take it all the way for sure. I, I can see the Panthers going. I give them thirty five. I was gonna say thirty five. The yeah. Bucks seventeen. Well, no, I give them twenty one. Okay. I give them twenty one. I think that uh, Fitz Magic can put together a game because yeah. if one thing he, he can be is a game manager. Oh, for sure. If he doesn't turn it off, and he can sling it. Yeah, he can sling that thing. So I'll give him. I'll give him three scores. Chargers Seahawks. Going into the later games now. I, I trust my boy, Phillip Rivers. Yep, same here. I, 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 noticed, the Seahawks are just a shell of the team they used to be. Yeah, Man. and the Chargers have only been beaten by the unbeaten teams outside of the Chiefs. They just got beat. But um, the Rams and the Chiefs are the only teams to beat the Chargers this week or this season. So are they for real? they for real over there? I mean, they're going to get to the playoffs. They'll be a wild card team for sure. Well, hey, I got, I got to pick the Chargers on this one too. But Russell Wilson, man. Played a brilliant game. No, most definitely. Russell Wilson's still great. That that off, like he is that offense. Yeah. Um, And I mean, their defense is 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 okay. I wouldn't. I'm not putting my name on anything like that. Yeah, ain't the lob no more. Yeah. But I like the way that they're looking on on the offensive side of things. But your your charges are gonna go hard. Yeah, they're gonna go hard. I believe in the charges. And now we get to the home game of the week: Texans versus Broncos. We went to the last Texans game. It's true. And the 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 brilliant people at Global Sports Network really hooked us up with tickets and they yep. really looked out for us. We appreciate you all. Most over there. definitely. The Texans Broncos game. If it's anything like the Texans Dolphins game, they're gonna tear them up. They're gonna tear them apart. Man. Yeah. And I realize that the the Broncos defense is a, I would say a skosh better than the Dolphins D. You know, just Von Miller and just the guys on that D are yeah. they're just a step better. They're Super Bowl winners. You mm-hmm. know. Um. But no, I think the Texans, if they play like they did last week and they've played the last five weeks, they're going to take it. Easily. But the, the easy thing I can say about this is that had we had Will Fuller in the fold, Demarius Thomas has to be double covered. Especially well, because... That's, that's going to be the beauty is I think that this week with Demarius, this being his first week, he will play. Yeah. And they're just going to tell that dude to run nines. Yeah. And just tell him to fly. And we're going to see Mr. Hopkins make... Less incredible catches because he's going to be wild the fuck over. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like no that one we saw last him. week where he just ca- caught it and ran for a touchdown. Yeah, man. Or the one he caught between his legs, and that was not pass interference. <sighs> no, it wasn't. That was a real catch. Someone does owe him an apology. Yeah, they really do. But, uh, so who? You, what you going with the score? Uh, I'm going one? Texans 
31 mm-hmm. and Broncos 24. I go Texans because we've had an issue with scoring in the red zone. I'll give us 28 Broncos 22. Okay. They'll get a safety or something. Oh wow. Some weird shit. And then I this is my game. Oh, now see like the next two games are really tough. Mm-hmm. Cuz I would say back to back three twenty the last or the the best 325 game game of the week on if you want by Fox standards. Yeah. Uh, is the Rams and Rams and the Saints? And, and I think that if the Rams are going to lose this season, this is the best opportunity. I agree, man. The Saints are going to the Saints are playing really good ball right now. They play a multifaceted type of offense. Mm-hmm. I mean, like they can hit you through the air. Kamara can just whip it out from any point on the field. I mean, you could be at the five yard line and he could bust you for 95 yeah. in a heartbeat it's remarkable and Ingram is actually showing life mm-hmm. like I you know he was immediately taking that Adrian Peterson role since Kamara has exploded and is their featured back and he's still putting up good numbers he's he's putting not you know he's not cranking out 100 yard games anymore mm-hmm. but you know he puts up a, you know a solid 60 70 yards a game it's not bad yeah I, I like the way that the Saints run their offense because they, they don't they don't get outside of their game plan. They are what they are, and they stay true to it. They trust Drew Brees to make the right decisions. That's Sean Payton and Drew Brees. People talk about Belichick and Brady, yep. but Sean Payton and Drew Brees are like a dynamic duo. You're not wrong. They think they are they are two peas in a pod, and what they do with that team on offense helps the defense get going because they got a hodgepodge of guys on defense. But to see that offense get revving and running, they're going to put the Rams to the test. Yep. I think it'll be an extremely close game. I'm going to call it at 33-32. Um, I think that the Rams will somehow, some way, pull it out, but it's going to be a nail biter. I'm going to say 35-30. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a lot of two-point conversions, and it's going to be a big, big – I think an onside kick is going to be necessary for this game. Yeah. I'm just going to say – I'm going to call it right now. And then we got the late game. Wait, 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 wait. What? Before we talk about this late game, before we talk about this late game – You want to talk about Monday? Let's talk about the fact – no. Let's talk about the fact that the GOAT – Introduce this game to the world. Oh For yeah, people that quick, didn't yeah, know, that Michael Jordan commercial was rad. Michael Jordan brought a lot of things to life for me, man. Yeah. I had I really didn't realize that Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers were the same number. Oh come on! I didn't realize that they were both the goats in their you respective eras. I did not realize that everybody was wondering who was better. You know, I, I it completely it caught me weird. off guard. And Michael Jordan, I swear, I thought he was talking about himself and himself. But the fact that he was talking about one Tom Brady and possibly the greatest quarterback of all time, Aaron Rodgers, that was a pretty good plot twist. Right. <laughs> really, really and good plot I, twist. I like what they're doing because, like, they, they're really trying to line it up because, you know, Tom has been without his uh, antagonist, without Peyton Manning for a couple of years. And now they're really trying to line up this Rodgers-Brady matchup. Yeah. And it's a good matchup. I mean, the teams line up pretty well, I think. You know, the, the Packers defense is a little more lackluster than the Patriots. Yeah. Um, but I think we're going to see a pretty good game. Yeah. It's the Champions Bowl. Both of them are champions. But this is a classic matchup, the athlete versus the champion. Yeah. It's the same way they had Brett Favre matched up against all these great uh, Golden Boy quarterbacks. But Brett so Favre true. was still tried and true, the athlete. Yeah. So it's going to be really cool to see. I think because of what's happening right now in the league, the Patriots pull it through, man. I think the Patriots pull it through. I do too because they are playing at New England. Whenever you're in Foxborough, yeah, things get really sticky. Yep, really, really sticky. Balls get deflated. I think. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> why would you go that far? 
Tom didn't know. Uh, he bro, knew. he's throwing. He throws a hundred thousand footballs. How could he know that? Just were... like he threw that cell phone really hard oh, on the ground. No. <laughs> Tom, I'm sorry. I know you listen to us, man. Sorry that he said that. Just text me later, man. He can't. He doesn't have a cell phone TV anymore. Two twelve listens to this. No, man. come on. Uh, uh, what's, but your now, pick? what's your pick on score? What's your pick, pick on score. score. I'm gonna say Packers. Sorry, Tom. Packers twenty one. Patriots twenty. Tom Brady is forty one, so I'm gonna say they get forty one points. Oh wow! And the Packers, the Packers get seventeen. All right, all right. I think Tom uh, Brady's gonna put up a lot of numbers, and Tom Montgomery getting out of the special teams and the offense gonna hurt him big. Well, I mean, no, I think the Packers. I think you're gonna see a big dose of uh, Aaron Jones. Dude's gonna be real. Ha ha! Clinton Dix isn't there either. So True. Josh Gordon's gonna go off. True. But now let's move on to the irrelevant game of the week. Monday night football. The Cowboys versus the Tennessee Titans. Divisional game, so it's important to them. No, it's not divisional. It's not? No. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. They're with the, yeah, with the other one. No, so man. this is just a, a boring just a game. Boring game. Yeah, All the way around. Game. Yep. Why would, other I'm than gonna the fact say... that Amari, Amari Cooper's there, why would this be a high-scoring game, in your opinion? Because uh, I'm going to say, I think it's going to be 10 to 9 or something like that. Oh yeah, it could totally be one of those games where it's like nine six. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> I don't see this game going anywhere because Tennessee Mariota's doing. You know great. what? I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you ten six. Cowboys ten, Titans six. I want. I'll say the other way, but Titans win. Okay. Okay. I'm with that. That's fair. I like word. That. So Monday night will be the end of that week. If you have checked out this entire podcast and you think you might have the feeling and the need to call us out on our picks. Call us out. Hit us up in the comments. Hit us on Instagram. I am not afraid and shy of your criticism. That's why I'm doing this. That's true. I give you my unbiased truth in order to hear back from you. That's right, guys. Well, So right before we get out of here, I know that you all have been listening, but November 3rd is fastly approaching. I just want to address it. We got a hometown guy, Derek Lewis, going up against Daniel Poirier. Um, Derek, we support you, man. Uh, you have been all over the city lately. You made it huge through your post-fight interview and the way you fought. Man, go out there and get you a championship. Do it, man. Do it for the H. Do it for the H-Town, man. Just want to show you some major support. You'll be hearing this right before you're fighting. Man, we really appreciate what you're doing for the city. It's electrifying. Yep. But do you think Derek has, Derek has a chance? Oh, most definitely. My balls are hot. Man, everybody's balls are hot. I right. want to throw my shorts out in the audience all the time. Man, Derek, we appreciate you, man. Go out there and get you a belt. That's right, guys. Hey, I'm Alan Tito. This has been The Unbiased Truth. And I'm Cameron A. Sharp. We'll talk to you all soon. See you guys.